just wavy gravy, man. Wavy gravy. Um. How'd your blood donation go? <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> this podcast is um, two pints of blood short <laughs> <laughs> than it normally would be at the moment. It really is. <laughs> when we were in there... Um, Should I turn these up? You could turn them up a little bit. Crank it up. It's funny when we were in there earlier. Well, okay. The, fun- the first funny thing about donating blood here is that you do it in a trailer and it's really funny when you tell people that it's not just a trailer it's a trailer in the walmart parking lot it's a trailer lot. in the walmart parking lot i mentioned it to the guy today and he was like yeah it's community right this, this is where the community is right <laughs> well um so that's funny but uh as this was going on i was texting tom during the entire thing i was like live texting him do you two ever stop live tweeting each other <laughs> never <laughs> I was definitely, um, I was just like, you should see Tanya right now. She's totally got a white face, like <laughs> pale face, like is on the verge of passing out. I was like, sh- her, her blood flow is just, uh, it's not like, it's not like mine, you know, it's just got, got a, <laughs> I was just talking shit. You're such a dick. I was mad, I was talking mad shit. About my blood flow? <laughs> yeah. My God, I cannot catch a break. My iron was low, though. I, they almost didn't let me give. They had to take my iron. They had to check my iron twice. The second time, it was better. You gotta get you beef intake up. I, I doubt it. Well, no. Uh, I've got my iron's too high. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> he told me it was from all the spinach he eats. <laughs> yeah, leafy Little greens. Popeye over here. <laughs> You've been eating a lot of leafy greens. <laughs> they told me they're like you'll actually feel better after you give blood because your iron's too high. And they're right. You feel better? I feel pretty good. I feel, feel kind of low. <laughs> I do feel My like... energy's low. Yeah, I do feel like winded, like climbing a flight of stairs. Mm. But we did good. We did a good thing today, Tanya. <laughs> I definitely had my doubts at several occasions. The, this, <laughs> the questionnaire alone will make you question your moral compass. At, at never, one point... I never made it through the question. Oh, yeah, no, they ask you if you've hired uh, prostitutes. <laughs> they ask you if you've hired sex workers. Or if you have given sex for trade. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, at one point, I was like, I think I need to phone a friend. Well, the, I actually am not sure I could answer all of this. The funny thing is, it's not... I. I think it's actually more than just like, have you purchased sex in the last 24 hours? It's like, have you exchanged any items? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it sh- says drugs. It lists a few things. <laughs> have you bartered any items? Have you traded sex, sex for drugs, money, s- several things? Xbox games, um, two tickets yeah. to see um, Jeff Foxworthy. I definitely texted someone today and said, based on your behavior in the last 12 months, I may have just given blood illegally. <laughs> and he was like, uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't know what your whereabouts have been. Well, the cool thing about it is that they'll call you next time, um, like, before you go and donate. They'll call you, like, the night before, and they'll be like, your blood last time went to wherever. Oh, so, they, tra- they track it that detailed? They, Where'd so, your blood end up at? Um, the last time it's I donated, Gorka's <laughs> yeah, Peter Thiel's veins. Cause look at <laughs> look at me. God, <laughs> who wouldn't want this? Who wouldn't that's, want these? That's, that's, that's karate. Uh, grade A hemoglobin. <laughs> 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 they said it went to Richmond, Virginia, so, uh, Kentucky. 
Oh. So like, um, so that's cool. You know, it's like cool to think about my blood. <laughs> I answered the day because I felt like this particular day was um, hopped up that it was going to Texas because there's so much like whatever. And so I asked her, I was like, are you all sending all this to Texas or what? And she was like, mm, some of it will probably go there. But it wasn't. She said it's just based on demand. It would be badass uh, if you were like a, um, if your, if the truck transporting your blood down to Texas got hijacked. And so when they called you next time, they were like, Mr. Ray, I'm sorry to say, uh, your blood didn't make it in to anybody that we know of. <laughs> it actually ended up but, on an interstate yeah, it was, in Arkansas. Yeah, it was, way to take. <laughs> it was sold in a tiny Caribbean nation oh for about $10. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. Oh <laughs> I'll be all right God. with that. Your blood ended up on the deep web. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, so you didn't have any, all of your questions were right. They were like, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I have asthma. And they were like, are you wheezing today? <laughs> and I was like, I'm good. Um, <laughs> yeah, he asked me how I felt. He literally taken a breathing times. treatment 24 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Don't, don't, tell, <laughs> don't, don't tell the blood people. It's nerdy. The blood czars. <laughs> Um, but every almost everything it asked you, it said, "Have you done this, or have you had sex with anyone who's done this?" And I just like poll everybody. That, yeah, how are you supposed to? I mean, hey, all y'all, have you ever done black tar heroin? <laughs> I know, I'm gonna well, send a group text. That's the funny. That's the funny <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's the funny thing about them using the blood when they call you, because you're just like. Um, I just wanted to be like, so, so that means it's good, right? It's good blood. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing in the blood I should know about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's basically like a HIV test. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> we do not recommend skipping your HIV test and going straight to the donation center. I know. I just wanted, actually, that's a good just, way to do it. How is it? Yes, because you get screened for it automatically. They do screen. However, I was just... when you're from the fucking projects, Tanya, we go give blood and get tested. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Actually, it is free at the health department. Yeah. But... HIV screening is free most places. It wasn't in the 90s. Yeah, you're right. In the 90s, it probably was not. We're still... We're, like, saving our baloney rinds still around here. We're just, like, so impacted by our childhood. Yeah, I don't actually subscribe to the philosophy of <laughs> donating blood just to make sure you don't have like hepatitis A. Mm-hmm. However, it is the che- it is a cherry on top. It's the added bonus. Yeah, some of the diseases they asked about, I've never even heard. I couldn't pronounce them. I was like, Ugh. yeah, I, I guess not. I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, I don't have Legionnaire's disease that I know of. <laughs> Um, what was the one that you referenced on the um, two episodes ago? Hemorrhagic dengue, dengue fever. Hemorrhagic fever. <laughs> that shit ain't no joke. I bet you can't give blood because you were recently in Cuba. I don't know. I haven't tried since but I got back. I, um, I almost they almost wouldn't let me because Wales was on the list. That surprised me. But the but, but I I told Hoof them and mouth disease or something. I don't know, but I told them it was in 2014, so it was three years ago, and that was the cutoff. And they were like, okay, it's been three years, but I think it was actually two years ago. Was Cuba, was Cuba on the list? Well. You should go uh, yeah. and don't tell them that you've been to Cuba. See if they take <laughs> after they take it, then it says you're blooded up. I'll say, Yeah, been to Cuba. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they would call you and they'd be like, 
Mr. Sexton, have you been to Cuba? <laughs> How did you know that? Exposed a typhoid fever. Yeah. <laughs> they show you a picture of your blood cells, and it's just got like hammer and sickles on each of them. They're like, you've oh been to Cuba. God. Hasta la victoria siempre. <laughs> last episode everyone's gonna be like fuck these people oh uh, no 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 we can work we can be nice we're nice we're being nice we're literally talking about conning the dumb blood centers me and tom were talking the other day like uh, at lunch um <laughs> we, were, we were having lunch the other day we we're like oh y'all have lunch gonna... together every day no, not every day once a week oh, about oh. once a week right um, it used to hurt my feelings i'm over it now it's more like a. it's more like a um I don't care. Okay, I'm not gonna try to justify this. Literally, don't <laughs> care. Don't care. Regard. Okay. Anyways, we were having lunch the other day, and uh, we were talking like, we should start being nice people. We should start being uh, nicer people. Like we made a vow to be nicer. Um, but I had to push back on that a little bit. You know, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's all it's cracked up to be. Just trying to stay out of drama is hard enough. Feel like adding nice to the layer. I just don't know. Are you, are you drama? No, I've been staying out of it. But hearing the drama pisses me. Like I enraged. Like I mean, I sent y'all a text this week that said I was going to go on a murder spree, which I did feel like I might have to. You never told us why. Yeah, you never told players. us why or who or Maybe when. Well, some though. maniac you can guess messaged me at four a.m. about drama that had nothing to do with me, just to spread it. And I was like, Dang. Uh, did you did honestly. you respond say you trying to pull me in some drama? <laughs> well, no, I said get your life right. You need to. Did you tell him also that you hate fake people and lies? <laughs> get your goddamn I, I self love, together. I, I love the the basics that do that. Hates uh, fake people and liars. <laughs> Likes. Uh, fuck, what's the most normie TV show out now? Um, likes uh, The Office. Modern and, Family. Yeah, likes Modern Family. <laughs> uh, honest pe- honesty and right. loyalty. Right. Oh, shit. My children are everything. It's hard being drunk. My children, exactly. <laughs> My world. One of the, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole at all, but I just want to make one quick observation. I haven't been on Tinder in a while, but one of the funniest parts about it is the bios that say, just, just here for good convo and to meet people. It's like you came to the literal... Worst place. Yeah. Came to the goddamn yeah. meat market. <laughs> you, came, you came to the opposite. Because well, they're lying. Yeah. They're lying. They're trying to set up. Everybody here is horny, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People whose profiles say that have literally messaged me DTF. <laughs> and then you go. Their profile says, "I want good combo." Just looking for good combo. Just looking for good combo. Just trying just to chill. For good combo. I'm just, just I'm here for guy. friends. Uh, God damn it. Okay. Coffee dates. Let's retire Tinder. <laughs> I've not been on Tinder in over a year. It feels so yeah, free. Yeah, it's low-hanging fruit. Anyways, yeah. let's push on. So, ISIS. Um, <laughs> that never punches just right how I want it to. <laughs> so, a lot went on this week. A lot went on this week. Uh, Houston is not in good shape. Oh, my gosh. Um, what else happened? Joel Osteen. Yeah, let's talk about that, Tom. Let's talk about... Joel Osteen. Listen. What do y'all know about Joel Osteen? I thought you were going to bring up Taylor Swift. So. Oh, we're going to get to her. <laughs> Are we? Oh, she'll get her come up. Um, but first, Jay Osteen. Uh, Jay, Jay Osteen. I feel like I should have an original um, original take on this, but uh, what do you have to say? I'll, I'll tell you this. 
I've spent. I used to like Joel Osteen. I used to be one of the people that was into Joel Osteen. Really? I was. He kind of like for me. What was, was his big book? Like his first big like. His uh, first big book was Your Best Life Now. Okay, sorry. And so and then anyways. there was like a sequel. It's like, and they're like they're all the same. Like he's got like twenty books now or something. Yeah. But all of them are basically like, if you just keep a positive frame of mind, <laughs> then God's gonna bless you and bring wealth and prosperity into your orbit but what i think is interesting about joel osteen it, well there's a lot of things i think that are interesting about joel osteen but when i got into him joel osteen was kind of like the uh he was kind of like the grown and sexy alternative to like the tv preachers yeah because he had like a little legitimacy because he was like on like the big networks and like prime time then like he had like famous athletes going to his church and right all this kind of stuff. Right. And he's not as egregious as, like, the other, like, TV preachers. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not yeah, like, yeah. send me your life savings and you'll get healed of cancer. Well, he's he doesn't like, have, like, a... He doesn't have, like, a sort of charismatic... Like, Jim Baker's got, like, that... Uh, he engages the audience. He does crazy shit. Right. Eats food. <laughs> <laughs> but Joel Osteen is just a pretty face. You know, really. I mean, that's really He is all, a handsome guy. That's really all he's got going for him. He's kind of got that, like, curly mullet... <laughs> haircut thing yeah. going on <clears throat> is he from texas yeah he's from texas Houston. so that's what's happened yeah here. yeah his dad was a famous not really a tv preacher although he was on tv but his parents were like like the, some of the earlier proponents of like the name it and claim it theology mm-hmm. like they believe like if you just pray hard enough god will give you a fucking jaguar you know or yeah a house or whatever you know money that's tight i like that favor whatever <laughs> now i'm all into that shit too if like there wasn't like an ugly component of like fleecing poor people into thinking you know what i mean and, like that's how these people got rich yeah, like make no right. mistake about it right but well, anyway i mean uh, go ahead I'm sorry. no I've, I've always wondered like uh i mean like how do you go to a mega church like that is really what blows my mind and do you think that there's anybody in that mega church right now that like sees through the hypocrisy of uh joel osteen like virtually Turn, closing his doors to like people who n- are in need of shelter. What and... did he actually say? I miss this. He just refused oh. to let anyone come. Yeah, they just closed the doors. <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> he basically said that. Oh no! Well, we were waiting for the city of Houston to designate us as a shelter area, and it's just like literally no other church in Houston like was white. They just did it. Right. Like, if they were above Listen, water, buddy, they were taking people. The in. Bible designated you as a shelter area. That's for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, that's what that's right. what my exactly. criticism was. It's like that is literally Christianity one hundred and one. Yeah, in time of that's need, what they tell you I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was hungry and you fed me. Christianity I was homeless and you gave me shelter. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, like Jesus even said that. You're right. <laughs> that's in red. Like, that's not even in like the a, Bible. That's not even like a. This is a nice person thing to do. Like Jesus literally said. Open your goddamn doors. It's in the Bible cliff notes. <laughs> open your <laughs> open your dad damn doors. <laughs> um yeah, you're right. Uh, so Joel flunked seminary this week. <laughs> are, but, are people gonna show up to his church on Sunday? Oh, I'm sure and well, just, whenever they reopen, I guess. But, like, the dude's got, the dude is so fucking flush. He's probably, like, the most famous preacher not named Billy Graham today. <laughs> yeah. He's got, like, how the fuck do you, 
have 17,000 people in your church. That's crazy, Like, man. what do people go to church for? I would assume it's like some sense of community. That's more people than in our county. Yeah, almost. Damn near. Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be, like, the organization of it has to be pretty wild. You know what I mean? Like, there it has are overflow to be... rooms. Most people are actually just watching him preach or whatever's happening on the screen. So it's like a event, like an mm-hmm. spectacle? Basically, like, basically, basically yeah. going to, like, a basketball game. Like, it's yeah. like Bono. It's like mm-hmm. going to a U2 concert every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you're just watching a TV screen. So why not just stay home is my question. Like, I don't know. Uh, well, That's true. You have you're watching it on TV. And he's I, probably on TV at this point. He probably has his own. Because God speaks to this man, Tanya, and the closer you are to him, the closer you are to God's presence. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know if that's like Joel. I don't know Joel Osteen's like theology or philosophy or anything like that well I, i'll be honest with you i've i have been and i'm on the record on this you can go look <laughs> I, I actually referenced joel osteen in one this article i wrote for daily honor in like 2007 positively you referenced him positively yeah i guess i was a joel osteen apologist interesting <laughs> but uh you weren't doing it ironically surely you were 10 years no, ago there was nothing ironic about it <laughs> Really, I, I was I was I was probably still in Joel Osteen as late as two thousand seven, right? Uh, I'm just like trying to give you an out here for the audience. It was ironic, right? No, I'm out. <laughs> I'm outing myself. Here. We're not. It's hey, all right. Listen, Jordan missed a few shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But uh, what's what's funny is like I thought Joel Osteen was pretty innocuous, like in terms of like what he believes in, what he's preaching, or whatever, until yesterday, and I just thought that was pretty shameful yeah well it was <laughs> it was shameful um well you see this if this if my family starts listening to this podcast and this is the one they hear i'm done for this is because i wasn't on the bite the basement when y'all drug jesus through the <laughs> trenches the first time we oh didn't do, we no didn't no no what we're was... actually saying is that this is a pretty standard critique i mean what we're actually saying is that the Corporatization. <laughs> I really fucked that word up. The corporatization or whatever of church yeah, yeah. is what is like. It's antithetical to the actual. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, if you believe in God, if you believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ, like nothing that he does, and especially no, nothing that he did recently, is. <laughs> <laughs> His later output's been a little. <laughs> His earlier work was a little more <laughs> true. <substantive>. To... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. He yeah he followed the red letter back then <coughs> clearly mm-hmm. but he's drifted from his ways honestly I don't know I mean like but you do wonder about those guys like if how they started out like if they really did start out as genuine people or if like over time they've become and like here's another thing though that's weird about it like what the fuck about him is so goddamn compelling to so many people like Joel Osteen yeah like he's he's really kind of just like this like mild-mannered milk toast sort of right he's not saying anything super interesting like all he does basically is get there every Sunday and deliver the same 10 platitudes yeah I mean I've watched enough Joel Osteen to know like everything is like hokey anecdotal story about some woman that had breast cancer and then yeah. like rebounded from that experience to have like a decent normal life which is all good and fine you know like that's why i like for the longest time i was like well it must it's just corny but i don't think there's anything what's the denomination 
I would say Joel Osteen probably is falls into the Pentecostal, but it's like very tame, very. He's not like laying hands on people and healing people. But on his TV. parents definitely were into that. Oh, oh, he's so he come. This is he's a family kind of more, business. He's kind of a more mainstream. Like Joel Osteen is way more palatable than most like Pentecostals in that it's like I don't know. You've seen the presentation. It's kind of like if fucking I don't know if like. You too, <laughs> like like you were saying. It's just kind of like, I don't know. The presentation is just underwhelming. Hmm. It's just boring. Well, it's he really just boring. Well, this is kind of. Uh, it makes me wonder if like. So, you know, you have to assume that like people are going to yeah, like you're saying earlier, people go to church for community or whatever. But like, I would imagine that like really powerful people go to that church his church in houston oh yeah mm-hmm. and like there is like a very cynical sort of side to it you know what i mean like i don't know like the only reason i'm saying all this is because yeah like his message is so vacuous it's so um just watered down non controversial or you know i mean not that pastors are controversial but you know what i mean like it's not like He's, it's not like he's saying anything that is really profound or anything like that. Right. So, I mean, it must serve a much more cynical purpose in the Houston community. And it probably has a very successful youth group. <laughs> like oh, those yeah. mega churches, yeah. Those megachurches have insane oh, yeah. youth groups. They're and, flying them all over the world. Yeah, right. Oh, and, they're roping them in. And, that's, and that has always been so, like... This is honestly one of the reasons why I think I became an atheist is because like I needed a little edge. <laughs> yeah, I needed my brand needed a little bit of edge. No, because like the youth groups um, are so uh, they're like popularity contests, and it's I don't know, it's just really awful. Uh, it's very corporate and shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Here's the the sort of interesting, another interesting dimension, especially for the purposes of our show. Is that Lakewood Church, Joel Osteen's church, used to be the Compact Center where the Houston Rockets play. No shit. What? So it which literally is, is. Which yeah, is one of arena. these like taxpayer funded fucking behemoths that gets passed off to these fucking uh, plutocrats to make massive profits off of. Right. While we have to still pay to get in. But it was donated? No, 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 no. He bought it at like pennies on the dollar. But basically, like, the argument is, like, it's not his to fucking buy, right? It should be, like, <laughs> given back to the city or mm-hmm. the whoever, you know. Wait, how do you set up a church in an arena? <laughs> I just can't If you think this. about it, a mega church is basically an arena. You're... Yeah. I mean, do they have Sunday school? Surely they have Sunday school. Yeah, they probably, have like, they probably have, like, multiple Sunday schools, <laughs> don't they? Starting at like six a.m. There's like five. There's like five before over. eleven a.m. Right. Right. I would hate that so much. Dear God. When you went to Sunday school, were you know the Sunday school was it like divided up in between like age groups and shit? Yeah. 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 Damn. I mean, could you imagine what that would be like at a mega church? Yeah. Attachment issues surfaced early because <laughs> every time I had to switch up to a new teacher, I really fell apart about it. Yeah. Because it was like you'd spend three years with one. Right. Sunday school teacher, and then you had to move up. Right. It's not like um. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. It's not like school, school, where you get one year, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like you get attached to right. the Sunday school teachers. <laughs> well, well, damn. Yeah, no, Joel Osteen is uh, he definitely, he definitely um, dropped the ball this week. 
He didn't do good. When I Googled him, the first thing that came up is Twitter is dragging Joel Osteen. (laughs) Oh, man. So I assume this is what's happened. Well, the funny part is he didn't do anything to, like, help himself either. And he's like, "Uh, I was just waiting for the city of Houston to designate us a whatever. And then, like, everybody's like, well, what about all these mosques in Houston that, you know. Right. Yeah, open their doors. Damn, Joel Osteen recruiting people to the cause of radical Islam. (laughs) <laughs> Imam Osteen. I'm just <laughs> radicalizing. Oh my god! So what else went on? We can't drag Joel Osteen no more than the internet already has. Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to point out that he's a grifter and he. Uh... Here's a question for you, Tom. Who and you too, Tanya? Maybe like you. I don't know. It depends on your uh, knowledge of the Bible. But who do you yeah. think? were some of the like uh who was like one of the biggest player haters in the bible the biggest player haters? the biggest player haters in the bible i got this <laughs> who's that one guy in the old testament that some kids were making fun of his bald head <laughs> and he called bears out of the woods to eat them oh my god that's some player haters <laughs> it, it really is herod was a pretty big player hater arguably the arguably the biggest i guess hater. you could say herod was the king that tried to kill jesus have jesus killed actually uh-huh. he like sent assassins yeah um and jesus just kind of <laughs> shaking them off <laughs> <laughs> like like neo from the matrix like they're just like shoot oh at jesus just like <laughs> like tell him to suck yeah, it herod sent mr S- agent smith to kill oh jesus oh <laughs> Which is funny, cause like if you like all these fucking like Matrix nerds and shit, be like, yeah, it's like, yeah, Neo's like Jesus. Nero is Jesus. Yeah, like that's what it's meant to me. Neo, not Nero. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. Now Herod was a pretty big one. Uh, Saul was a was a huge player hater until he became Paul. You know, he like uh, he and was, then he was hated on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had both sides of it. right. Saul's a good story in general. It's just a, just a a big asshole who um, is accosted by God. He was just walking. He's just walking <laughs> on the road to Damascus. I'm walking, and God was like, hey. "He smited him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did smite. We didn't oh smite. I guess you got to die to be smited." <laughs> yeah. Well, wait. What's the guy that betrayed Jesus? Oh, Judas. Yeah. Judas. Oh, Judas. isn't Judas? Call. Judas. You yeah. doubt your own knowledge of the Bible yet? Here you are pulling the biggest pulling player. The, yeah. No, Judas. Judas is definitely the biggest. Yeah, player he'd have right to be. And uh, honestly, the fact that he kissed Jesus is really what it is. What sends it over the top? <laughs> yes. Like that. Like that was the most player hater move. Yeah. He fucking kissed Jesus. <laughs> God. He, what he do? <laughs> <laughs> you walking around, you getting all this shine. All right, Judas got to get his though. Man, Pontius Pilate was a pretty big dick, right? Yeah, Pontius Pilate hey, was a pretty big I'm gonna, dick. I'm gonna push back a little bit. All right, I'm kind of a Pilate apologist. You're fine. Because <laughs> I kind of liked his technique. Whatever y'all want to do, so I'll defer to y'all on this. I'm. This ain't on me though. And he You're washed right. his hands of it. You're right. That's where we get the phrase, washed his hand wash your hands of it. You're right. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
who else are some pretty big players? I'll tell you who's not really. It's funny. They're not really a player hater, but I kind of respect the hell out of them. Is like the defiant thief. Oh, on the cross? On the cross. Yeah. Jesus getting crucified. Haven't y'all compared yourselves to this? That was definitely Terrence. Oh, yeah. On the basement, y'all called me Jesus because you claimed the other two. Uh, were, Tom was the one that was like, I'm sorry, Jesus. I Just love you. me. And I was the one that was like, no, nah, fuck this shit. Nah, man. <laughs> See y'all in hell. Well, I, also, Satan's kind of a big player hater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Satan's also kind of just a player himself. I like. I've always liked Satan. I've always had a. (laughs) Have you dabbled in the Church of Satan yourself? I've always had an admiration for him. I'll say that. Even when I was a Christian, I was just like, man, he sounds like a bad motherfucker. But that's cool. cool. That's cool. (laughs) He's never like we said in that episode. He's like he's never not going to be cool. Yeah. Right. Satan. Yeah, he's never not going to be cool. You're absolutely right. You know, they have, like, prayer lines, like, telephone prayer lines. I wonder if there's, like, where you, like, you know, you call in and you, like, leave your prayer for Jesus to ostensibly hear. I don't know. They should have one of those for Satan, I think. I'm sure they have satanic prayer lines. Do you think they have prayer chains everywhere? Because, I mean, they're pretty, the prayer strain here. Prayer chain here is pretty damn strong. The prayer chain scene, yeah. Is oh, we man. got a good. We're, we're stacked up with prayer warriors. Oh, like a year ago when I had my wreck, I was on several prayer chains, <laughs> thanks to friends' mothers. Or you really? you here? You're still here. Yeah, today, I'm still here. Here, t- here to tell the tale. When's the last time you landed yourself on a prayer chain, Tom? I've been on one since at least '98. <laughs> <laughs> He's a constant. I'm a, I'm a... Gar brings him up every Sunday. It's literally the only reason I'm still alive, probably. <laughs> Shit. What if you was, think about like you ever think about you're talking about Satan. I just want to talk about Satan for a minute. <laughs> let's let's pause it was some pretty here. trill shit that he did in the book of Job. When like God's sitting up there chilling in the celestial court and Satan just kinda swaggers on in there. It's like Yeah. It yeah. first off, time out. Yeah. It's so funny that because like Job paints like God and Satan as like golf buddies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? No, they're literally wagering over a man's life. Yeah. Which is like... Kind of perverted. Is a good God... Is a just God somebody who wagers over your life? Yeah. (laughs) At least Satan owns it. Yeah. You know? Like... I'm not good. Right. God is just a liberal, man. At least (laughs) Satan fucking owns it. God is like... uh, (laughs) It's uh, Candace with the weird eyebrows on Twitter. (laughs) Oh who's never been owned? God yeah. has never been owned. Never I have a poli sci degree and I've never been <laughs> owned. That's God. <laughs> I have a book called the Bible written about me and I've never been owned. What's well, so funny though? Like, and Jesus was his angsty radical son. Jesus was all of us basically. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is like rebelling against his liberal dad. And technically, he was the first millennial, and he was born. Right around the time of the first mo- oh millennium. The first millennium. <laughs> the OG. The OG millennium. He does kind of look like a hipster. <laughs> yes. Yeah, long oh, yeah. hair. Yeah. Like he's yeah. totally defined. <laughs> God and the, the whatever guy on the cross were DSAers. And me, I'm um, a Posadist. I'm, <laughs> I'm a tanky, actually. I'm a tanky. <laughs> yeah, you're a tanky. <laughs> All right, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I wonder if there's any extensive extensive research on Satan's pop culture uh, appearances. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Satan yeah. is just—I mean, he's a star. He's yeah. had a lot of—he's had a lot of good ones. I feel like 
He basically founded rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. And sex. And sex and drugs. <laughs> Everything that's pretty cool, you can, uh, you can trace it back to Satan. Right. Absolutely. He had a pretty good fiddle uh, scene in yeah. that, uh, Charlie. Yeah. He went down to Georgia. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty goddamn that Charlie sure. Daniels band soon. <laughs> I'll take your bitch, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that is... Yeah, he had a pretty good line in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Guest, good guest appearance from Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who beat him, though? Who bested him in that song? Uh, Get on the down the run, boys, run. Fire in the something. Yeah. <laughs> the worst yeah. was terrible. We don't even know. No, uh, the devil and little Nicky was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little Nicky, yeah. that was a good that was a that was a really bad movie from the nineties. Yeah, and he, there was a good scene where he uh, like every he has like a schedule where he shoves a pineapple up Hitler's ass. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. That's pretty good. Who played the best Satan? Well, Devil's Advocate was a terrible movie, but Al Pacino did a good Satan. What movie? Devil's Advocate. Devil's Al Pacino Advocate. Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> terrible movie, but Al Pacino. Yeah, if anybody would be a good devil, it'd be Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the devil, but Alanis Morissette played a great god. Yeah, in Dogma. In Dogma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta admit, I like Dogma. It's good. <laughs> Even though Kevin... Is his name Kevin Smith? Kevin James, whoever Kevin, directed that? Kevin Smith, yeah. He's got the best tweet of all time <laughs> from like 2009, where he says something like, 12 years in... uh." And me and my wife still own each other's taint. Like it's uh, it's something about it's something oh about God. eating ass. But this was from like back in the day, like early Twitter days. When eating ass was a little, <laughs> that was a little not racier. as didn't have the mainstream acceptance it does today. Yeah. It feels like early Twitter was a little more of a wild west. It hadn't really been populated by a lot of super serious pundits yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone. I saw this on Instagram this week that um, it was like, I guess, a, I don't know where it, how it originated, but it was McDonald's tweeting. It said, it might have said millennials. I can't remember what it said. Uh, millennials talk about Big Macs being gross, but they'll put their tongue up a stranger's ass after two craft beers. McDonald's tweeted this. <laughs> no, I, it was uh. not really McDonald's, but that's how the tweet looked. I don't know how it was shocked, but it was pretty good. Y'all ever stuck your tongue up a stranger's ass? Stranger. Not a stranger's, no. If, um, <clears throat> no, yeah, not a stranger. Mom says I ain't never met a stranger, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, you can't, can't, can't stick your finger. <laughs> <laughs> you never met yeah. one. <laughs> so basically saying, you're saying every person you've ever met, you stuck your tongue up their ass. <laughs> no, I do, no correlation ass, here. No correlation. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It's hard to be a freak these days. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do in the realm of the sexual that's going to be that fucking weird to most people anymore. That's what I said recently about this. Um, we were talking about interesting Tinder swaps. To circle back to Tinder. I hate to bring Tinder up again. But um, we, I matched with a mermaid in Gatlinburg one Oh, time. yes. I remember this. The literal mermaid. <laughs> who sw- oh, She was an actual mermaid by trade. She swam in the shark tank at Ripley's Aquarium in Gatlinburg. Did you ask And you, I was like, you was... cannot... How do you... How can you possibly... 
Don't you have to like come up every like thirty seconds to get a breath of air? Or I, Did I you ask to fuck her in the mermaid outfit? I would have. Did if, you ask to eat her ass? If I had gotten there, but <laughs> can I eat your mermaid ass? Fishy it was ass. too intimidating. Shit. It was too intimidating. Here's the question: How do you please someone in bed who literally is such a <laughs> thrill seeker that they swim with literal fucking sharks? How do you compete with that in bed? Like they if really they swim with sharks? Yes. Yeah, man. They swim like next. They to swim them. in the Shark Tank. It's like a show in Gatlinburg. What's wrong with her? I don't know, but how do you please someone who swims with sharks during the day? Like they're they obviously she like needs a good union is what she needs. <laughs> you put so on so much that can go wrong. What you do what is you, do? you put on a mermaid suit of your own, and then you fuck her or him if it's a mer or them if it's a mer person. Or you put on a cap. How do you hat. fuck in a mermaid fin? I can't even. <laughs> I tried to swim. Our friend Lily. You cut a little hole and it's just like there's little gap, like a uh, little oh holes my. like in but, but male your underwear. Ankles are tucked together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't understand. Limitations. The I can barely swim in a mermaid right. fin. I tried recently. I don't know. Uh, I think, yeah, it's probably practice makes perfect. You have to fuck a few mermaids before you can, like, be really good at it. Gotta <laughs> fuck a few mermaids before you can... Oh, wait, how's that go? Kiss a couple of toads before you get your... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Gotta, yeah, you gotta fuck a couple of mermaids before you get your... Yeah. Technically, if that analogy was holding true, you would need to fuck a few fish before you fucked a mermaid. Yeah, that's, there that's you what go. I was going for. Kiss a few fish before you yeah. can lay your mermaid. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We'll see if that one catches on. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Wow. Um, so, Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift, yeah. I'm I don't I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> there, there is so I'll let neither you do two. we. We don't well, have anything. I, there's something I saw that was kinda interesting today. There's <laughs> there's a Kanye fan subreddit that's oh my God. trying to plot because they think that Taylor's subtweeting Kanye in a lot of ways. One, she's putting her at the most egregious thing they think. Yeah, she's releasing her album on the anniversary of Kanye's mom's death. Oh. You think that's intentional? I doubt it. But <clears throat> it is like, kind of quite I, the coincidence. I, I also that would be that some player-hater shit. shit. peak player-hater. Uh, Damn. You were in a dark hole today reading about this. No, nah, I just kind of just want to say, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like, like... you have to dig for that kind of... And then there's all, like, the... Paranoia. Like, the video coincidences. Oh, this is becoming like a conspiracy theory. Kim's robbery, and what else was there in there? Then, like, she kind of ripped off Beyonce. Oh, you think the robbery scene was about Kim? Do you think Taylor Swift had Kim robbed? <laughs> <gasps> What's this, this is she such a Kim mounting Kardashian conspiracy theory I love robbed. it. That'd be badass. If Taylor Swift, well, she or- organized it. Yeah, maybe she did it herself. I think they're so mad because they if, won the receipts battle. Kim this is such a stupid fucking. Battle. What if some of the? But what if some of the jewelry that she's like bathing in in the video was? <laughs> it's Kim's jewelry that got stolen. Oh damn! That would be crazy. That, that would, would be, be nice. crazy. A, um, a pure stolen jewelry in a music video. <laughs> the thing is, is I don't. Uh, I can't. These aren't real people, you know what I mean? Like all this is made up by PR campaign corporate, you know, campaigns and companies and stuff like that. It's like But we talk about Trump. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> Same. <laughs> what's the line? Like what's the line there? Like when does it stop being conspiracy and start being like Or wait, maybe when does it stop being PR and start being reality? Uh 
We're there. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck anything anymore. Should the Trillbillies hire our own PR? Yes. We should hire a PR company. I need a personal tweeter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we need someone to, like, make beefs for us and shit. I mean, we do. We did Who just we get someone with? to... I can't get into a beef. I'm, I ain't made for it. We do need a good beef. Um, <laughs> somebody step to us. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, you're right. We don't have any real good we're beef. We're vulnerable right we, now. <laughs> we've, we're been, we've been too nice. This brings it back full circle to what I was saying earlier. Like, you don't want to be too nice. We need to start taking shots. I feel like my entire life is like... Um, I feel like my entire life is me putting up a much bigger bark than a uh, than an actual bite you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we were talking earlier this week like i am actually a very physically frail person i can't party terrence is a frail boy but my yeah i'm a frail boy (laughs) (laughs) but my brand is very much i like to get fucked up i'm just kidding i don't know if that's true or not um well i literally heard someone refer this week to someone who was the kind, he's the kind of guy who ain't never had his ass whipped. <clears throat> oh, someone referred it. to that to me as that because that's true. No, they didn't <laughs> refer to you as that. You've never had your ass kicked. I've I've had my ass like slapped slapped around a little bit, <laughs> flipped, flicked, <laughs> eaten out oh, <laughs> by mermaids, eaten out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't referring to you, but yeah, they said that. I thought, yeah, you, you're right. The person they were talking about. I know they weren't talking about me because I've had my ass beat on a number of occasions. (laughs) Really? I've lost three out of five fights I've been in. Really? The other two were total draws. When I was in... I didn't want to fight outright. (laughs) What kind of fighting did you do? Like that? Like knuckles? Oh, really? Like an Irishman from the 30s? I uh, a couple rounds, do you? The only thing that ever... um, When I was in... Little league baseball. Yeah, like that's T-ball. all my fights have been softball. Yeah, when I was in T-ball, I like got in this argument with this kid, and he punched me right in the fucking face, right here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I had glasses on. And he my punched glass- a man with glasses. My glasses were like <laughs> what? The f- my glasses were like fuck, and I was buddy. Like, <laughs> and I no, think this that, has happened to me too. That was the first time you I both got punched wearing glasses. No, I got slapped, and my glasses. Did your glasses go sideways? Like <laughs> no, they went off my face. She slapped my glasses off my face and I just like leapt onto her and we both hit the concrete that's just great physical that's always going to be good physical comedy like your glasses being like this <laughs> it's like, it's always good physical comedy. And later, I was like crying. You know, I was, this was I was pretty young, but I was crying somewhere after we'd been separated. And someone brought me my glasses. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, you know, I hate this happened. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. About. I love that shit. Uh, every time there'd be like a fight in the school hallways, like there'd always be that one guy who has his homie's backpack. You grab your friend's backpack, like. Um, or other items, books, or what the fuck ever. Holding it for you? Hold it for yeah. you. Yeah. Like, like you take your cape off. Like, hey, all right, hold it. High school fights are crazy. They're badass. It was like, it was like, this shit sucks so bad. Like, school. But, like, if you can see a fight, like, in the middle of a hallway, like, that was badass. Oh God, it's so good. <laughs> that was, so that was like, oh, this makes it worse <laughs> a little bit. I went to high school with these two guys, and, they got into a fight one time and 
it was so funny because the level of shit talk wasn't as savvy in like the late nineties, early two thousands <laughs> as it is now. Your mom, it was. They, we were still on your mom. Yeah, the guy that was clearly going to be the victor because he was like six five at fifteen and you know two hundred and eighty pounds. He looks at this guy. We'll just refer to as Bates. <laughs> that was what we called Bates. He said, "Bates, I'll stomp you out like a cigarette." <laughs> <laughs> and in like ninety nine, that was like. <laughs> oh shit! You know what I mean? God damn! That would just be the wackest shit ever. But uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I told a girl one time I'd gut her like a deer. Damn! <laughs> oh, damn! Which I didn't know. I was in such a rage. I didn't know that I'd said that, and that's what people tell me later that I'm. That's hardcore shit, Tanya. It was bad. That's like what somebody would say in like a medieval like fighting <laughs> ring. I've got you like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Got you like a fucking deer, you stupid bitch. The um the the one fight that I got into where I thought I actually might lose my life it was kind of like a uh, medieval or not a medieval but like a Salem witch trial. Oh God! There's this guy. We got in a oh, fight on shit. the basketball court. He fouled the shit out of me, and I slung the ball at him and hit him like he turned around, but it hit him like in the upper back. Uh-huh. Like I got him good as fuck, and. <laughs> He I goes, got him good. As he fuck. goes. He goes. You trying to do this? And I said, "What do you think about this, douche?" And I grabbed his. He had a white Sean Kemp Sonics jersey, and I grabbed it. And it had been raining, and there was a mud, huge mud puddle right beside the court. And I took it and just threw it over in the mud puddle. He had it on, and you took it. No, like he had worn it there. He didn't have a shirt on, and he like. Uh... Hung it on the skin. So I just, were, were you when sure? he was talking you... shit to me, I nonchalantly went and grabbed oh it and said, Hey, feel about this douche? Put <laughs> <laughs> in the mud puddle. Douche. He said, Go get my jersey. Oh. I said, The fuck I will. Fuck. He said, Go get my jersey. And I'm like, kind of like a nice guy. I'm like, Okay, I'll go get your jersey. Well, he still had malice in his heart. When I went over there to leave and get that jersey, he came with a full head of steam and knocked my ass in that mud puddle. And I was like, motherfucker. And I got back up to swing at him. And he grabbed my head and held me under that puddle. Like, tried to drown my ass in a mud puddle. And I came up for her and I said, you motherfucker. He tried to drown you in a mud puddle. Is this guy in the mob? No, no. I I was way out of it. He waterboarded you. No, he wasn't waterboarded. He tried to drown me. Literally tried to drown my ass. And finally, some guy pulled up and said, Hey, boys! Boys! <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always a coach. Uh, yeah. That'll well, drop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. yeah. That's oh, the, that's like, brutal. the five words you you hate to hear. You trying to do this? <laughs> you trying to do this? To- it would have been totally on brand for me, though, I would, to have I don't... died by drowning in a mud puddle <laughs> at 14. The concept of me asking someone that in a really funny, in, is really funny to me, in a really serious way. Are you trying to do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. You trying to do this? You know, like, well, in a fight situation, your rap is almost as strong as how well you can fight, unless like that guy's just mean as fuck and wants to that's hit you true. first. When you are pissed off, you do sort of dial into this whole totally different realm. Like you become somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just saying shit. Oh yeah, I hear Jay Z's takeover cue up in my head, and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm getting ready to kick my ass. No, and I always get my ass kicked. I hear Stone Cold Steve Austin's glass breaking. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you got a walk-up song, Tanya? 
A what? A walk-up song. Oh, or uh, a fight. Well, only because I thought of this this week when you all were going off on your female <clears throat> rappers topless on Twitter. It would definitely be Pussy Be Gankin. Oh yeah, have to be my that lady. would be your Go fight song. <laughs> You're trying to you fuck need or a fight? Cold shower. <laughs> Even fighting is erotic for you. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? Why would people pay money to see people just like bleed all over each other if it's not erotic? You're trying to defeat your opponent, Tanya. (laughs) Trying to vanquish somebody. Um, I don't know. What What did you say yours was? Take over. I don't know. Well, uh, you don't have to have it right now, but uh, just think about it before you get in your next fight. I was so, I was always so fight. envious of the people that like like my cousin Adam had a great like fight one time that I was like a like a uh, ancillary part of <laughs> this fucking guy called our buddy Maze the N word and like as while he's stepping into a cab like we're at this bar and you know like you just everybody's just drunk and jawing and this guy says that nonchalantly just walks up to him and goes. One time and knocks him out in the cab. The guy's unconscious in the back seat <laughs> oh of the cab. God. His feet on the ground. And I was like, why can't I do something cool like that? And everybody's like cheering like, yeah. yeah. It's like instant. <laughs> Just instant. I've never had that moment in my life, but I want to like no. knock somebody out for a righteous cause in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> in a badass way. Did the cab driver just drive off? He's just like. <laughs> I think cheering. he's like, I, God damn it, boys. <laughs> I broke a girl's nose once in one fell swoop and it felt pretty good. We were in like a softball. I can't. I was sitting here trying to remember if it was Clay County or Everett's because we got in a fight with them motherfuckers every time we played them because they're so fucking crazy. And I can't remember if it was Clay County or Everett's, but we ended up in a dog pile and like one of the elevating moments was <laughs> I played first base. And you can't, in softball, you can't steal. You have to right. like tag up or whatever. And, um... I think, it, I think it was a pop fly, and she took off and then realized that she had to get back to first. Uh-huh. Some some scenario, they threw me the ball, and I brought it down, and just it was just like was the... Tag the ball. Oh, yeah, you it, just... I oh. didn't mean to. I didn't mean to, but we were already in an intent. Like, someone else, other, two other players had almost started fighting, and then later in the game, another thing happened, and we ended up in a dog pile, and I pulled a girl off and slung her off the dog pile, and like, all oh, this... I can see that out of you. But, but the, it was just like the right second no, I, no, that it I just could, got I, her. Could, I could see you, because I think, when I think of my friends that play too much, you're definitely like on that <laughs> list of friends that play too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Like, you know, you just turn. <laughs> just like prepared waiting for somebody waiting for something to, to pop off waiting yeah. for something but yeah it broke her nose it was not good they didn't know her nose was broke at the time but I, f- I heard later that it broke her nose high school sport brawls are fucking hilarious like there's one I mean and there's a lot of them all over YouTube but a big famous one from around here was like um Prestonsburg and Paintsville. Got, that was a melee. That was a massive basketball uh-huh. brawl. They Gosh. call it the basketball. The basketball. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And it's it's on YouTube. I um, thought it was at Betsy Lane. Pretty badass. Now that's when John Pelfrey played for Paintsville. He used to play for UK. Mm. And there was a. It was. I forgot how it broke out, but it was a damn. It was like the malice at the palace. But that shit gets. Oh, that that is badass. <laughs> Don't throw a pop at Ron Artest. <laughs> Think about that. The whole that whole situation happened because Ron Artest got a, a soda thrown at him. Yeah, yeah. I say soda. That sounds so unnatural. A pop. He got a pop thrown at him. He got coke thrown at him. Yeah, that was pretty badass. And chaos ensued. 
Um, someone had a great sliding um, knockout. I can't remember who who that was um, during the Malice in the Palace. Oh, Jermaine O'Neal. Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah. slid it on one knee and just bopped that. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, see, that's the kind of thing I want to do. Like, I want to either dunk on somebody or just knock somebody the fuck out in a very, like... Instead, you have a podcast. Instead, I got a podcast. Can you dunk? No. No. Well, I'm saying I'd like to. That shit gets heated, though. Like, my basketball, high school basketball team was, like, the best of all time. It was the best of all time. It really was. We had our high school basketball coach, who's from West Virginia, Ralph Tasker, actually. Is the winningest basketball coach in high school basketball history. Oh, yeah, the Taskmaster. The Taskmaster. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody ever called him that. But probably. It was just, well, did you come up with this for our <laughs> That's what I would have called him. <laughs> Had I been a Hobbs Eagle. Yeah, well, the Ralph Tasker Arena in Hobbs is named uh, after him. But, no, it was badass that, like, the student section, um, when the opposing team would come out, Every student would get a newspaper, like a piece of newspaper, oh. and we'd hold it up in front of our faces, <laughs> and after every name that was announced, everybody would go, who's that? Like, yell that really loud. <laughs> and then on the second to last person, every single time, we would cheer wildly. I don't know where that got started. It probably got started in, like, 1969 <laughs> oh, or some God. shit. Somebody went early, like, it was supposed to be for the last guy, and then it just stuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah. Ernie's always fucking it up. <laughs> did, you, did you guys remember like how there was like kind of like a um, a good fight in high school it was like an event like I can still remember the fight between uh, Jeremy Sturgeon and Paul Hall Paul Hall went to the rival Neon Fleming Neon Pirates mm. Jeremy Sturgeon was a Whitesburg Yellow Jacket is it basketball well yeah but like you'd he- heard whispers about this fight for like days on the street before it actually <laughs> took off it was a build up <laughs> But Weisberg was playing neon in basketball, and it was so funny because everybody, like, attendance for this game was, like, off the charts. Like, I mean, our games were well attended, but, like, it was asshole to elbow in there. And what was so funny is, like, everybody's like, when do you, th- you think they're going to go? When do you think they're going to go? I think, like, through some intermediary or some yeah. arbitrator, they had decided that at halftime they were going out to the yard to, uh, to duke it out. I feel like when there's that much buildup, rarely anything happens. Oh, no, it happened. Oh but it was so God. goddamn funny because, like, you saw Jeremy move to the door, and then, like, everybody <laughs> stood up and went outside, and then their side stood up. God oh, damn, they yeah. went out there. They were fucking rolling. And cops couldn't pull them off each other. Like, Jeremy's fucking 6'5", 250 pounds, and, like, the God. other guy's pretty good size, too. Jeremy beat the fuck it. But, like, I just remember it being an event, and, like, everybody's like, come to the game Friday you know Jeremy and Paul are supposed to fight <laughs> and like it was like almost like that was the main event not the basketball game <laughs> yeah 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 for sure well who won oh Jeremy lots for Yellow Jackets we always we always finish first <laughs> you know fucking pirates. until they close their doors that reminds me my high school um you could you could make the case that my high school invented the pejorative cuck you know, I mean, the, the word cuckold has always been around, but I feel like only until recently people have been saying it in a derogatory way. Like, yeah. cut. Well, anyways. Um, we always call it, I always thought it was cuckold. Not, I didn't know it was cuckold. Like, when we would say cuckold, it just meant some guy took some guy's girlfriend. <laughs> or some girl took some guy's Yeah, yeah it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess cuck is like a specifically, I don't know, it kind of feels like it sort of arose to, to popularity during the whole Trump yeah. alt-right thing of the last yeah. few years yeah 
Anyways, Hobbs' biggest cl- rival has always been Clovis. Clovis to Mexico. Like, that's the biggest Hobbs rival. Like, um, and, and everybody in my class, not everybody, but a lot of people in my class made this shirt. They wore it at, like, this big Clovis game that said, Cuck Flovis. <laughs> so we were the originators. <laughs> Cuck Flovis. Yeah. Pretty clever, right? That's pretty, pretty clever, clever for a bunch of 16-year-olds. That's pretty clever. <laughs> it's really not that clever. Anyways. This has slipped into some serious nostalgia. Total nostalgia. Yeah. I'm is wanna... nostalgia <clears throat> useful? Is it, like... Hard to say. I, I mean, I, tr- I generally try to stay away from it at all costs, but lately I've been pretty feeling pretty nostalgic. Yeah, me too. It's uh, it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. It's nostalgia makes you remember torturous experiences way more fondly than they were. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm nostalgic about the first time, like the earlier days when I started having panic attacks. Like, oh, those were the good old days. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, why the fuck? They were, it, was, it was terrible. I feel like that about <clears throat> depression and shit, too. It's like, oh, yeah, that was that was easy. You know, that it's just easy. like, that was the if good I old days. I just go back to that. It's like, while you're in it, it's like, yeah. hell. But. I just had the opposite conversation with Hootman. We were talking about how used to when you, like, like the older you get, the more you just, like, understand your body and know that you're going to, like, have a couple bad days and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Be like, because but used to when you like if you'd hit a depressive state you'd be like well that was it my good days are over i had a good run yeah that's the end of it yeah but now it's like oh yeah i just need to sleep a couple days and hydrate or something like do something right (laughs) yeah need to eat a a bunch of broccoli or something yeah no it is interesting to think about how um how much of history itself like written history and this is like this brings it back full circle to our earlier conversation about the bible and like player haters in the bible and shit but like how much of history is actually um written from a nostalgic sort of point of view you know what Mm. i mean like you're not getting the actual objective facts of what happened especially of anything that happened before like a hundred years ago no, you're just getting strange white guys' perspective. <laughs> strange white guys. <clears throat> yeah, guys perspective who, who of like what to, happened. Yeah, who like to write about it. Right. Yeah. The problem with nostalgia, I feel like, is that... It ain't what it used to be. <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> we were podcast for 65 and up now. <laughs> yeah. We're like the left-wing podcast equivalent of like easy listening stations. Yeah. I felt that way when I thought they were going to turn me away from donating blood today. I was having, I was about to slip into a dark place. It's like I'm not even healthy, healthy enough to donate blood. This is a goddamn problem. Oh, God. I was like, this is not good. You'll find out, though. <laughs> yeah, they'll be calling me like, ma'am, you need to go to immediately to yeah. the hospital. Or a blood thief will call you. <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, you like a heavy Eastern European jewels? <laughs> You'll say it ain't be positive. <laughs> you give a, you giving me the O. <laughs> uh, that would be a bad way to die. Having a different oh. blood type injected oh. into your body. No. What's the what, what's that what, that what happens happened? to you when that happens? Uh, you probably have organ failure. Or like something. you have like it rejects it, but like what's the there's a name for it. They give oh. you like a drug for it. <laughs> I don't know. That Damn. would be really weird. Fuck you up, I guarantee. But the problem with the nostalgia is that um, we cannot think our best days are over. 
At, what, at, at the point that you think like your best days are behind you, I don't know. That's true. You, you cannot, have to have hope for the future. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot sit with that. I feel like I have a few friends slash acquaintances that think that are often just like hung up on nostalgia. And I'm like, if they, if you think your best days are over, dude, what? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting about how that? you wake when, up when I, when I turned thirty. When I turned thirty. I had that like thing that like oh god my best days behind me and all that kind of stuff and two years into my thirties, I feel like I'm still young now. Like we're, it's we're been just norm- figuring this thing out. It's yeah. been normalized to me, and it's yeah. just like thirty two is not that old. Yeah, like I, I yeah I can't like run around with right. like college girls anymore. But like who fucking cares? Yeah. You know the I mean? weird thing is that the older you get, there there must be a certain point past which you realize you're actually not young anymore. But like the weird thing about getting older, at least. I've experienced in my late twenties is that like just realizing that you're actually very young still. Yeah. 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 My biggest nostalgia is for like how my body used to be. <laughs> you know, oh I'm yeah, just, well like, that too. Yeah, when I was young and handsome oh, yeah. and thin, <laughs> instead of doughy and. I was definitely sharper. It's more of my intellectual game. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, def- that acid. <laughs> it's just the acid. Yeah, the acid I do. Someone recently. Every day to- Make sure I can do my job. Mentioned an acid flashback that they had an ash, an acid flashback, and I was like, "Is that does that is that real?" Not have my doubts that that's really a thing. It's totally a thing. I really don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, "Really? Are you serious about this?" I've never done acid. Um, oh. May surprise may surprise you, but mm. I've never done the acid. Dun, dun, dun. I've done everything but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little nostalgia for you. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Or you actually fucked. I've done everything I've done but. everything but. It. It's like my brother. It's like, God, that's the funniest. Tell yeah. that story. Yeah, I think, have I told you that story, Tanya? I think this sounds familiar. Yeah, I've told it to you before. Uh, about how I was sitting around with my brother. I think I might have told it in the episode with Jenny Williams. I can't remember. But us, me and my brother, Kason, were sitting around with my brother, Braden. Um, You've given all their government, their Christian names out. <laughs> you know, these aren't real names. <laughs> <laughs> Braden. They're the whitest names I could think of. My brothers, Flovis and Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flovis Ray. Um, we and my brother, Kason, had been hanging out the night before with some girls. We were like, I was like 19 and he was like 16 or something. And uh, we were talking and, you know, we were just shooting it up like... Uh, you know, like uh, shooting the shit, you shooting know. the Not shit, shooting it up, <laughs> Sorry. Just shooting it up, shooting dope into our Real face. Late back, like, um, and uh, call that Thursday and hot, yeah. And um, and and Brayden was like sitting outside. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept trying to like interject, like yeah, yeah. And finally, my brother Casey goes, Brayden, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit about girls. And Brayden goes, man, he goes, I know everything there is to know about girls. <laughs> Except for a rim job. <laughs> What's so funny about that to me is like he actually knew what it was called, but didn't know what it meant yeah. to do it. Yeah, he totally heard that and was like putting that in my back pocket. <laughs> but me and me and my brother, like it didn't even register. Like, man, I know what No, it didn't even girl. register to me in case and at first, like we looked at each other, and then it took like a good five seconds, and we were just like, what? <laughs> Well, suffice uh, it to say that he's now 23. He, he knows what a rim job is. 
Let's he's, hope. He's going to listen to this and be very... Sorry, Braden. All right, Kaysen. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, um, how's that for a show, Ender? That's, I think, I don't know where we go from there. How we, much... We're over an hour. We've got an hour and six minutes. So. All right. Let's let's cut it off, but uh, we we covered a lot of ground with this one. We did a lot. I did a lot. I, this, is, this amazes me that we can shoot this shit. And...